one, two, three, four. It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Ding Show. It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's called out It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Ding Show. It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's called out Hello and welcome to the 70th episode of the Afternoon Yap. I'm Chuck the Punk, and with me today is my co-host. It's the one, it's the only, it's the fabulous Dinger Dog. Hi, how's it going, bud? Hi, good, good. Am I coming I, out with at you with too much energy right now? I don't know. I mean, it is. It's it's. There's a lot going on here. There's <laughs> there's ice cold Budweisers. Yeah. There's a freezing cold basement. Yep. Um, Didn't you quit? Didn't I fire you? Are you back? Are you back for no, good? No, no, hold on a minute. Hold on a you minute. You said you were going to stay have, around with the 100th episode. I have been fired. Uh-huh. That happened previously. Sure. I will admit that. I did quit. I am not sure what I'm doing here. You quit over the phone and I had the speaker out. And it was so funny because I am like a nice girl because I was like, no, oh, you, you don't get to quit. You don't decide when this relationship is over. Uh, is that a nice girl? Is that, <laughs> is that nice what a guy. nice girl would do? Um, on tonight's episode, we're going to cover the news of the week in video games. We've got some yak quickies, including Tetris 99, Ape Out, and Apex Legends. Finally, we're going to close the episode with a review of Metro Exodus. Dinger Dog. Yes. What's been going on in uh, 2019, bud? I've been playing. We're kind of in a dry spell for video games right now. Uh, there is some good stuff out there, but it's not like the crazy uh, winter season. Uh, what have you been doing? You haven't been playing any video games. You didn't play any video games in January. Nope. You didn't play any video games in February. That takes up a huge part of your life. Like you always, since I've known you, since you've had children, you always kind of push the, like the fatherhood stuff to the side, <laughs> right? the career stuff to the side. Like I'm my, well, that's just my Fortnite career. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the reading, the, the learning more yeah, to the, the self betterment, the gym. It's it just been like. I'm gonna while I'm still young, I'm gonna drink Evan Williams and play video games. Right. I mean, honestly, that's always that's all that's always been the guy that I've known. Just is that the, for the change? Is that is, is that changing now? Just the other day, I was thinking, you know, <laughs> I could have bought Fortnite skins with this gym membership. Like, uh, I mean, like one whole Fortnite skin instead. I had to pay nine ninety nine a month for uh, the crappy gym membership. See, no, I have been – I didn't actually mean to quit video games. It just kind of happened naturally. Well, you stopped drinking and then in in January, for dry January, and then those did, two are probably like hand-in-hand, hand, right? Video games and drinking. Well, so if you like, stop playing – if you stop drinking, then you don't want to play video games, and then it kind of just – I don't know. I mean, and then, it, like, I got to February, and then I just kept going. And yeah. then February is a short month. Now it's March, and it seems like a thing now. Like, maybe I can go all of 2019. What else are you trying to quit? Uh, well, the yap is one thing that I'm trying to quit, but it's, it's, uh, that, that offer was just too hard. Like the, your Not wife's happening. enchiladas. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's hard to quit that. Um, and let's see. I don't know. I'm try, just trying to be a better person. What, what else have you been up to in 2019? So we, the last yap that we had was about a month ago, Resident Evil 2. I, I this is the time of your life where everything just blends together. All we're, it's wintertime. It's Ohio. It sucks. So you kind of just come home from work, go through the paces, yeah. wake up every single day depressed. <laughs> you get those two days on the weekend where it's fabulous. I know what we've been doing. Me and you have been playing poker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's some well, good Do you think that game's ever going to catch on? Poker. Yes. Yeah, it did about 15 years ago. <laughs> Holy smokes! That, yeah. Poker to me is a lot like euchre, where like I think I just was too drunk one time to understand the rules, so I immediately disregarded it. Right. And I played poker with you for the first time in probably fifteen years, 
about a month ago. And that was a blast, man. And I will just go ahead and say, I'll never win like that again. Oh, you like, will. That was, I mean, that's the best thing about it. It's like, but that was me and you against like six other people. We weren't on a team. It well, was, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Right. And I, I was not betting the first like couple of hours, and finally, I was thinking to myself, all I'm doing is slowly losing. I was like, I gotta get wild here, you know, like. And then, and as soon as that, I gotta get unpredictable. Switch happened. I just threw all my chips in, and I just had a series of really lucky hands. I got. Brown out. Well, yeah. So, like the the like you you punched you slapped the bag right. You slapped the wine bag as you were like <laughs> nozzling it right into your mouth. Yeah. Your wife had to tell you at least two occasions that you I had won, won the hand. Like Homer Simpson, I was winning and didn't realize it. And, and the best part about that is you kept making that joke earlier in the night, <laughs> and then at the end of the night you were actually winning and not realizing yeah. it. Yeah. So that we've did that a couple times. Uh, like like f board games like i think poker is the thing that really needs to bring the chunky and the dinger together well, it's it's the original board i mean uh-huh. it's the original high stakes game it's like and the best there's, thing there's is there's not $20 riding on a game of ticket to ride right. you know and that's the best thing is like and i don't like taking money from dinger dog right but I sure like receiving it. Well, first of all, next game we're bringing getting this five dollar crap. Out of I here. won one time, and then we, me and you played like two weeks ago, and it was like three in the morning, and we are uh, about a bottle into Evan Williams and trying to do as many impress- impersonations of Tim Allen from <laughs> Home Improvement as possible. <laughs> I, I I I dare our listeners, our three listeners. To drink a bottle this of Evan Williams. This is a video Williams. game podcast, FYI. <laughs> Holy oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> to drink a bottle of Evan Williams and watch an episode, like try to do the Tim the Toolman Taylor thing and not have a great time. Uh-huh. It's impossible. <laughs> it, he, he may have been, I think he's dead, right? Tim Allen's not dead. Oh, he's dead. He's to doing me. fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, he he's may on have last man standing. He's got a way, he's he's his... way better thinking about him being dead. Uh huh. He may have been the last man's man. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So. As we kind of re- rip through what we've been doing, I have a story for you. Bring it on me, baby. Is this <laughs> So listen. When the afternoon yap started, what, two and a half years ago, this is how we opened up every single story was because you are a guy that has always just unbelievable stuff happens to you every single day? Not every day. Every single week? Just stuff that goes, "Wow, my head would be spinning if it weren't if that didn't happen to the dinger dog." So this is th- in thank that you, realm. Thank you, for, this thank you for bringing me back to this part of our friendship because, I mean, anytime I have like a new get together and we're meeting new friends, I will always start off by saying, "This is my buddy Jeff. You got to know about this one time back in 2004." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who, then you say, "This is my buddy Dinger Dog." Who this happens to him all the time. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know who Jeff is. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So get this. So okay. riding the pine last night. Okay. What does riding the pine? Mean? That's what I call. When you get kicked out of bed and you have to sleep on the couch, so that still happens. It's it's 2019. That seems like a, a like a 1980s thing. Come on, I would, you're married. I would, yeah, but I've never been. I've never had to sleep on the couch before. Only oh. the only time I ever had to sleep on the couch was when our puppy was puking and taking a dump every hour, you, and I had to sleep on the couch downstairs. But it wasn't because I was punished. You've it's not a. Oh. It's just a way to not fight any longer. So my wife's big thing is is we are not going to bed angry. <laughs> we are settling this. 
I've tried to leave. I've tried to <laughs> yeah. leave the boudoir before, and she goes, where do you think you're going? You go, damn it. So, so you don't act like it's like the, that I'm like being punished and sent to my room if you're not even allowed to leave your room. Yeah. But so you, anyway, you got to get out of jail free card because you just go downstairs. Just, yeah. You deal with that tomorrow. Right. And for the record, <laughs> you stay angry I, all night. No, you just fall asleep. Uh, I One time I tried to kick her out of bed. How'd that work oh, out? Oh, it didn't. So that's a, that's a story for another. Yeah. But. So you're downstairs, you're on your phone looking at pornography. Well, no. So I wake up at like 2.30 or 3 in the morning just kind of randomly, and I'm laying there, and I'm feeling pretty wide awake. And it sucks because I wake up at 5, and I'm like, what should I do? Like, should, should I get going on the day? You know? At 3? I don't know. I don't know. And then I swear, from outside, it's pretty quiet. I hear the dis- my, my old car, the distinct noise of my car door opening. And then... And I'm like, oh, that's, I didn't hear that, you know. And then I hear it closing, and I'm like, oh, I did hear that. And I kind of wait for a second, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to check. So I stand up, and I walk out, and I open my blinds, and I look out my window, and there are two lads, these two gentle folk, uh, have opened my car, and oh they have God. the hatch open in the back. And that's... So, wait, why is your car open? Why is it parked in front of your driveway open? My car, well, it's not open. Like, my car is parked on the street because we have, you know, that nice on-street Oh, because you don't even have a driveway. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot. I keep forgetting you don't even have a driveway. Right, right. Okay, so we going. have the, the, you know, that's why you pay a lot of money to park on the street. Uh, um, and <laughs> so <laughs> these lads you just are, park in the yard or did, make your own driveway. <laughs> yeah, sure. No one would. All right, no, sorry. No one would. Keep so there's the two gentlemen... <laughs> Going through the back of my car, like they might, it's a hatchback type situation, and they're losing. Excuse me, sir. Excuse. And there's honestly, you know how the people say like you're the brave or stupid. They talk about that thing. I was neither of those. I just don't know what I. I don't. I remember seeing them, uh-huh. and then I remember like coming to my wits. Uh-huh. Outside, uh-huh. in my boxers. I was gonna say, did you have pants on? No pants. Did you have socks on? Socks. It's been really cold. Yeah, it, it was, was probably like it was twenty degrees. Rather cold. Uh, a shirt. I was wearing a shirt. Dangly dangly outside of the little, of the little flap. I I couldn't say. <laughs> Probably so not. That it was pretty happens. cold. Yeah. All right. So I, my I, my house has. Can like, I help you, gentlemen? <laughs> I have this like two f- little flights of stairs, maybe five or six stairs, like from the road up to my house, and I'm on like the landing between the two of them. When my like whoosh, I'm like. What am I doing? What am I doing? I was like they running have at gun. these people. They could have a bat. They could have a crowbar. They could have anything. They could have and anything. So. Do you guys have any cigarettes? That's what you said. <laughs> That's like, what you said. Gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen. Uh, so I kind of like just bark at them like, hey, what are you melon farmers doing? You should have gone like this. Hey. Uh, 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 <laughs> That's what I should have done. That would have thrown them for a loop. And they take off running. And I. Like I should have at this point been like, did adrenaline kick in? Did you? Yeah, I don't know. Did you take I mean, off running? I took off. I chased them. Did you? You didn't even have shoes on. There's I had, snow on the ground. There, well, I, there's not snow on the sidewalks, but I chased them. I picture you like that dad from Ren and Stimpy that's running down the street with boxers, the real tall like later hosen socks, and the sandals. Yeah, the the the, the sock holder up. Uh, the sock holder. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. No, I didn't have those. But so I'm chasing, like probably looking like that. Come back, you damn kids. Um. And I'm like, I'm convinced they have something in mind. And this is the part that's wild. So I'm like, I fall into this like cop mode voice where I'm like, freeze, put it down. Put and down I, my hustler. <laughs> yeah, no, but I thought they had my fishing stuff, my one pro- possession. And 
as I turn the corner, I hear something hit the ground. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. all right. So then I decide not to chase them, mainly because they were young lads. Yeah. They were very fast. Yeah. They were very far away. And do you know what they dropped? Uh, they dropped, like I said, your 1989 sealed hustler <laughs> in mint condition. <laughs> Uh, the, Storm, I, Stormy McMathis. Stormy McMathis. No, what's her name from Ghostbusters? Uh, no, they, it was my fillet knife. Oh, wow. So, like, it's like... they, And then I was like, well, that was rather... That's even worse. That was they rather stupid. That. <laughs> yeah. I gotta I caught like, you with that. Yeah, so um, then I went back and debated if I should tell this to my wife. Uh-huh. And, while you're in the doghouse. Yeah. <laughs> That. I wish they would have cut you. That's when they really get no, you. No, it's like it's like one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, that they was should have cut your little dick off. Oh, no. You're on the couch, <laughs> but honey, somebody's trying to break into my car. Somebody did. Well, they I didn't break. Like for the they... record, they didn't break into my car. Uh-huh. They, they, I leave it unlocked. But uh-huh. so that that happened. I did call the police, and there was. Uh, I earned a new pair of tennis shoes out of it. Because they, they dropped, they dropped, they dropped some other shoes. lads' pair of tennis I shoes. I can't believe that they had a fillet knife on them. Dinger dog. No, it was my fillet knife. They stole it from me. I know. I heard oh, you. Okay. You want to talk about some video games? Uh, yeah. Well, should we just do an hour podcast? I just think we should just Of talk. just bullet points of Chunk and Dingy? I mean, the show's already in the gutter. I know. I mean, I think... We can't go up from here. I mean, it's in the gutter <laughs> makes it seem like it was ever out of the out gutter. Out of the gutter. Like, I just, we're just never off the ground. Yeah. I think people would listen to just, like, story time. Like, tell me about your wife's enchiladas. Uh, <laughs> even my face is red at this point. <laughs> All right. Uh, go and keep going. We're, we but are a video game podcast. Mostly. We're a video game podcast. We're a comedy podcast. Uh, we're the afternoon yap. Let's do the news. Okay. Let's do the news of the week. Nintendo has announced a new VR kit as part of its Labo cardboard accessory lineup. It's out April 12th and it's 80 bucks. Dinger Dog, you don't have a Nintendo Switch yet, but I'm sure you're familiar with the la- the Labo kits, right? I, yeah, I think they've been you've been newsing about these for like a year and a half, right? They're kind of like a yeah, well yeah, I think they just celebrated their first year of having the kits out. They're geared much more towards a younger audience, and I don't like, like you build the, a Pokeball and you can build all kinds of different stuff, and they act as accessories for your Switch, and you can decorate them however you want. How, however, just the cardboard material. Cardboard automatically always just screams it's cheap. Gonna, it's cheap and it's not gonna it's not gonna last for very long. Uh, I think that this is actually a pretty cool kit because uh, you know the Google VR has been out forever. It's essentially just a piece of cardboard that you put in front of your face and then you put the big screen in front of your face. This is gonna have a switch that's got a really nice 720 screen. It's gonna be pretty heavy though, right? Yeah, yeah, it will be. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering what the games are going to look like. Uh, this is the first one that I've actually been kind of interested in. Um, the, the Labo kits, all of them, the expensive ones that were 80 bucks recently went down to 40. So I'm not going to pay 80 bucks for this, but I think at 30 or 20 bucks, I'm actually kind of interested to see what Nintendo has in mind. I really wish that they would have built a really nice sturdy VR thing because, uh, That'd be really cool. Have you ever played around with just kind of the smartphone VR stuff? It's yeah, not great. It's not it doesn't great. have. It doesn't have. <laughs> it, it's not as cool as like a Vive by a leaps and bounds. You know but still, it it does it does what it's supposed to do. You know what it reminds me of? Do you remember those like? Do you you remember those Nickelodeons? Yeah. You know, like, but I think it's that compared to actually watching a movie. You can go watch a movie, or you can stick your head in something that's and crank a thing. Uh huh. It just feels like. I don't know. It's not natural. I think this one's got legs. Um, obviously, I think I, it's I wasn't got listening. legs. What was the what was the 
the the uh, Labo IP? VR kit. Oh, it's April VR 12th. Kit. Okay. April 12th would be 80 bucks. I think out of all of these kits, this one is the one that skews a little bit more adult. Um, but I want to see. I, I I don't know what the games are they're they're gonna have available for it, but uh, seems pretty interesting. Have you ever VR'd? Yeah, plenty of times. So what, what's your favorite thing to do? You can do all kinds <laughs> of different stuff in VR. All right. uh, a controversial game where players assume the role of a sociopath during a zombie apocalypse called Rape Day will Ugh. not be sold on Steam. Uh, so this game was developed, and it is a walking, or what do you call it? It's a, a, gra- a novel? But Graphic novel? Uh, somewhere along, the, uh, an interactive novel. Where oh, you, it's like where you walk, where you, you don't actually play you, and rape women during a a, a post apocalyptic. It just sounds awful. I understand the company behind it that made it because there's always going to be some jerk that wants to make money and ha- doesn't have any morals. But who the hell is interested in something like this? I mean, th- I, you know, I guess I put this on here because there's two different trains of thought. Is this against like freedom of speech? Or, no. or Steam can sell whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, I mean, there. I mean, it's. I don't think it's a freedom of speech issue. I, you know, I think. Why? Who would want this? I don't know. It is funny because it's you, disgusting. Like, why would you want to have a ver- an outlet to virtually harass? Because I, I don't even want to use the R word. It's so right, inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. It's it's. I'm I'm glad we're on the same page on this one. It's. This shit gets in the hands of kids too. Well, I mean, it's it's fun. this is way worse than us playing Doom as a kid or Grand Theft Auto. Or Grand I guess Theft that's the Auto. Thing is, I was trying to draw the connection to Grand Theft Auto, where where you can I pick know up some, a prostitute, kill them, and take their money, but there's nothing. It's all kind of inside. But that's the by car. choice. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's your choice. Like they're they're not directing you to. Like you're not being walked through that situation. Well. Maybe you. I don't know. I that is it not a slippery game. slope between those two. I know. I'm. I'm not trying to like blame one for the other or anything like that. I'm just trying to say like, were, were our parents sitting around when that came out? And be like, and you would just grand theft is a felony. You know, well, you just get caught with it. You're like a 13 year old kid. And you're like, look, mom. All I'm trying to do is sexually harass this. <laughs> trying to laugh, but it's so gross. It's disgusting. Yeah. Well, it's it's. I mean, it, I, I'm glad that. I think Steam did the right thing one morally and two for their you know for their brand. It's uh-huh. like you don't want to be hosting that. I don't you support that. Be, no amount yeah. of money is worth putting right. an AOK stamp on. Something I think like it's that. good to see. I think more and more operations are realizing. You know, one would say that because it's not profitable, but to have to just try to make money on everything because people push back. But good for them. Uh, new rumors. Steam. New rumors suggest that an Xbox One S without a disc drive may arrive this spring. Uh, <sighs> it is being frequently referred to as the Maverick. And it will be called. It's going to be called the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. That's the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. I. I'm kind of for it. I'm kind of for it. This is you put this in here to bait me again. I kind of. Oh yes, we've had this discussion. You know, this is like you're, you're the guy up. that wants to. Even these physical games that I own the, on the shelf, as of you know the my, the Xbox 360 generation. Even then, when you buy the disc, you're still only buying the rights to play it. You're not buying ownership no, bu- of the game. You're buying the rights to play it no, at that time. No, because you can resell it because it's a thing. Yeah, you're not you, licensing you, it because you they can't there's no contract. Dog, 
you got me there. Right? Because, Am I doing a face? You got me there, you <laughs> so, son of a bitch. So that's that's the big difference. Like, this is the path to licensure. But this is also licensure. the path to getting a cheaper console in your house. Right, but okay. Eliminating the disk drive will make consoles so it's much like, cheaper. Oh, right, and and, and eliminating you the, are no. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make getting heroin in your body so much easier. Like it's just, when. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. Like no, they're trying to. Ah, I love getting you all flustered. There's this is happening all over with all forms of media. Uh-huh. Younger you, goes. That's why you got to get records, and that's why you got to read books. Because right, physical that you, you to, own those things. Because then, because then, well, guess what happened? I mean, this it, it is not as problematic with video games as they're, you know, just kind of a pleasure outlet, right? They're just a, a uh, you know, hobby, right? But for, like, for things like with true, with knowledge attached to them, if you don't own the, that thing that carries the knowledge, then you don't own that thing that carries the knowledge. And if you have to get this certain thing, to be able to get their knowledge, they're just trying to break you into teams now, more and more so. So it's like, now you got to be Xbox only. Say what? Say what? And how are you going to... You, and they're cornering the market. They're not making it cheaper for you. They're making it more expensive for you. How are you going to buy a used digital anything? Uh, you can't. But, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they always have on the Xbox store and on the PlayStation store, they always have really good deals. Not so much on the Switch because you can only find those games on a, on a Nintendo Switch, but really it's competitive on the Xbox One store. But who's competing? The the Microsoft and PlayStation. I mean, usually some of these games come out and a couple months later they're thirty, forty bucks. It's they they got smart about digital distribution because they're not people aren't just going to pay sixty bucks. You know, they're they've got to be able to compete against those used games. And that's why uh, GameStop is going under, too, is because uh, used games as a market isn't working anymore because they can be competitive on the digital front. You just, boy, you're full, full of philosophy these days, aren't you? You're just angry. I'm not angry. You grabbed those kids last night and They're, you said, look, look here, millennials, kids, come here and read a book. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I get it. I, I, I get why... It's really a lot easier to not have to change discs. It's that's that's all convenience, but I just worry that I just I got my cane out, and my rocking yeah. chair, and I'm like, I just worry that we're going to convenience ourselves right into into the grave. No, I wanted to go there. And <laughs> that's called hyperbole. Yeah, <laughs> I put this on here because if you would have asked me ten years ago, I was constantly buying games at GameStop. I I, I liked putting it on the shelf. I liked the fact. That I owned it. I liked that they would put a manual in it. They don't even put manuals in games cases anymore. And then along this generation, I started buying games digitally, and it's just a much easier experience. However, I still have that lingering feeling in the back, thinking to myself, what happens when they stop supporting this 10 years from now and these this thousands of dollars that I've spent on all these games doesn't matter. You own nothing. It's, it's, I own just, nothing. Just know you own nothing, and that's what you're giving up with convenience. Yeah. Is that it, you just own nothing? Um, a number of PlayStation 4 owners are allegedly experiencing console crashes while trying to play Anthem, leading to an influx of refund requests aimed at Sony and Electronic Arts. Uh, a bunch of people have been reporting that it is crashing the game. Not a big deal. It just it crashes the game. You got to reboot your PlayStation. But there was one guy that it Red was Ring of Death, but PlayStation the, yeah, version. Like it it, it breaks this console completely now. 
this is one guy, and I feel really bad for him. Anthem probably did crash it, and he's not getting any money back from Sony. But they were like, listen, there's probably a laundry list of other things that are going on underneath the hood that also happened. So that sucks. That's like... Oh. Yeah, it's infuriating. I'm not Team Sony on this one at all. I, I know. I hate. It's just like when you take your car in and they go to fix your car and then they find. I was other pretty stuff. stoked about this Anthem game. This is by Bioware. Um, it's so the good people that made Mass Effect. It is kind of like a Destiny clone. Are they? Good I'm not people? a huge Destiny fan, but I had hopes for this game, and I, I it came out and lukewarm response, and, and it has problems like this. I think I'll just. I wait. think I'll just wait a couple months. Wait till you get it used at GameStop? <laughs> no, because I already got it. <laughs> but it's it's a big deal. People are pissed. Um, and the one guy who bricked their console, I, I heard that there's issues on the Xbox too, but nothing nothing like is it, what Is it could... just too too big of a pig for that Anaconda? No, I think the problem was is they developed the game on an engine that didn't that they shouldn't have developed it on. So this uses the Frostbite engine, so you've seen that in uh, the Battlefield series. Okay. Um, and th- it, this is a Bioware game. Um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like I'm talking out of my here, But that seems to be the issue. Uh, I, the game kind of went through development hell for a while, and now it's come out. It had, it was, it had all of these huge expectations. And here it comes out. This is the this is kind of where we're going towards this whole games as a service. We they need these developers and publishers want to get these games out. The publishers want to get these games out as quickly as possible. They deal with the low scores at first, and then they say, "Stick around, stick around." So a year from now, you'll play. Steve it's going to be a whole different beast. You really will. You know, and that was the thing too. Was Destiny came out, and a lot of these companies looked at themselves and said, "Boy, we can't make that mistake." The same but thing it, happened. I think that I mean it's not a, it's not a mistake for them in the long run if they the game sells can well. Fortnite themselves into yeah. a billion. You yeah. know, um, Activision Blizzard has in an SEC filing discussed some of the ramification of its decision to cut 800 jobs oh. and how it may negatively impact its business going forward. So Activision, who currently uh, releases the um, Call of Duty games, which just celebrated its 10th year as being the most successful franchise ever, ever are saying that they are not making their sales quotas. They cut 800 jobs. Right. Um, and the CEO of Got this company, bonus? Uh, Anthony Kotick or something, Kotick, something Kotick. I like Kotick. He is one of the, um, they said that he is one of the most overpaid CEOs in, in any industry. So what do you think about this? Uh, is it just business being business? Well, so it's, 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 is it because it's video games and people are so passionate about video games that it gets scrutinized so much? I mean, this is I think a huge a company that it is doing very, very well. Had no reason. I mean, th- there might have been a couple guys at the top that said, if we cut these 800 people, you know, our bottom line is going to look a little bit better. No, it's not good. And it's the bottom line. It's the shareholders, right? Because I'm, I'm sure they're a publicly traded company. Sure. right? Uh, so it's like – so there's – the. As of late, my read is that when it comes to shareholders or your employees, your shareholders win. You could they could easily have not paid dividends that quarter and kept people. Or I mean, and there's also I mean I get right sizing. I'm not trying to say that you hire somebody, you hire them for life. Um, and I have nothing wrong with profit. The P word is not a bad word. You, company's got to make money, but that is just there's a point when. I'm glad that there's pushback. Yeah. And I think especially because the video game community is so 
focused on video games. They're so that they hear this and they they push back. Although, did it do anything? No. I mean, maybe, people always well, people say think, we've got to ban- we've got to stop buying Activision games. We have to. Uh, it, the games or the company still sells Call of Duty, right? And know? I think I, I guarantee you there was this discussion. Yeah, like we can get away with this. Like, well, yeah. So here's what's gonna we're gonna cut these 800 jobs. Somebody in the room, but there'll be blowback, and someone in the room will be like, for how long? Yeah, because I mean, this story is about a month old now, right? Yes. And how? I mean, it's not red hot on Reddit anymore. It's it's gone. Yeah. So. Um, after more than 15 years with the company, Nintendo of America president and COO Reggie fils is retiring this April. Uh, shortly after news broke. Uh, he, when is he retiring? Uh, April. So Reggie fils has been the face of Nintendo, I think, since 2004 or so. And he, Nintendo North America. Yes. Yeah. And he's always been a refreshing guy because Nintendo's always kind of this wooden company when it comes to their image. And when they come out and present games. And this guy was always super charismatic. He was the guy that took the stage at E3 in 2004 and said, my name is Reggie fils I'm here to... Uh, Doesn't said, a fils sound like it's something delicious to drink on a summer day? Yes. Like, there's like pink wine in it and stuff. What did he say? I'm here to kick ass, play video games, and something along those lines. <laughs> so he... he, he, he <laughs> He and he he was always in a lot of their Nintendo directs and stuff. He was just a very, um, very charismatic guy, and he's retiring in uh, in April. And he is being the new guy is something Bowser. Yep, Bowser. Isn't that pretty funny? Yeah, I told my own wife that when I saw it, and she said fake news. Fake news. That's just actually what she she said. That's not real. I'm here to kick ass, take names, and play games. I think is what he said. Uh, that's pretty. Okay. For Nintendo, that's pretty loose on stage. That's pretty bold. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, speaking of Nintendo, it seems they're getting in trouble with their smartphone development partners. They have come out and said that they do not want to actively target um, uh, microtransactions to kids. So they their goal is to get the the game into the hands of as many people as they want to play it. But their goal is not to have a bad image. So they or not to just to to do that. That's yeah. just a, yeah. I don't know if it's a bad image or not. Everybody's doing that, but Nintendo has said they're not going to do it. Good for them. Uh, I'm going to hey. buy a Switch now, even though I can't watch Netflix on it. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? I mean, <laughs> figure it out. Come on, I want like you're. That's a great decision. Like if they're making Nintendo, always seems like they're the family brand, right? Uh huh. So you make this decision, which is family friendly. Uh-huh. Make the other family friendly decision, which is let this be the my my hub. Especially that's the perfect place for it to be. Watch right. it on, uh, you know, watch it on an airplane. It's I don't have an iPad. Oh, it, it, I just think it. I I, I got a switch. I don't. I don't. Uh, Halo boss says Halo Infinite is a spiritual reboot. Uh, we believe that the new Halo game will be out uh, fall twenty twenty. We believe that it'll be a launch title for Xbox's new console. Uh, I believe it's still 343 Industries. It's going to be a spiritual reboot to the series. So the last one was five, and I was just assuming we were going to get six because 343 Industries took over after Bungie um, stopped making the Halo series. Uh, Four was good. Five was great. And I was really looking forward to a six. And now it kind of looks like we're going to get this whole spiritual reboot. It's in good hands. Uh, I was kind of, I was, I've never been the biggest Halo fan, 
But uh, four was great and five was exceptional. So I'm wondering to see what they're going to do. We haven't seen anything really. I think we've only seen a cut scene of Master Chief holding his helmet and Halo Infinite. So there's no real news about it other than it's going to be a spiritual reboot. It is not going to be a direct sequel to six or to five. Interesting. Um, not and, my favorite thing, spiritual reboots. Uh, a new report suggests that Xbox Game Pass may be headed to the Nintendo Switch in the future via streaming. That is awesome. Probably going to come before Netflix. Netflix does. <laughs> That's a great place for it because you could play any of these Xbox games. You're just going to be streaming it. You'd have to have a good internet connection. But, I mean, way to go, Nintendo. What's 150 They've kind of been you're... doing this. I don't like to use the word gaming circle jerk but they've kind of been all <laughs> over each other since they announced that Fortnite would be cross play on xbox and nintendo switch well i mean and so-, so now i think that those i think that both companies are kind of figuring it out that you can't leave there's no point in leaving gamers in the lurch you know there, there's no if, if you can get if you can get somebody playing a halo on nintendo switch that's a good thing sure and and what's the install base versus like PlayStation is the biggest install base, right? Um, as far as I know, yes. So I would I would just assume that, and it's and it's also a great way to just paint PlayStation in a corner, Sony in a corner, because they're always like, wow, well, we like you've got like we just said this is well this is well leveled. This is, like Nintendo's like the family one. Xbox has always been like your open source type of console, and then just make Sony look like the big bad money grubbers. Uh, so you no, you no update on when that's coming. Okay. I'm excited for it to, I'm excited to see it. But then again, I don't have Xbox game pass and I don't want it. So yeah, I got rid of it. It's, oh, not, I had it's, it. not, it's not going to work for oh, me. I had it. I didn't even know I had it. Uh, last but not least, uh, the free games in March for the PlayStation network are the witness, which is a puzzle game, which is fantastic. And uh, call of duty, modern warfare remastered, which I played through about a year ago. Uh, it's great that it's coming for free. The the campaign still holds up incredibly well. Uh, the multiplayer is impossible. Uh, usually Sweaty. when I'm playing a... Me and you played it. Yeah. Usually when I play a Call of Duty game, I'm middle of the road. I'm usually around thir- the you know the third or fourth at the end of the match. Oh, I was, we were just getting absolutely trounced. But if you got a PlayStation, if you got PlayStation um, whatever... Uh, it is free this month, and it, it, that campaign is definitely worth checking out. Is, uh, the freak, what's up? Is there? This is way. Never mind. This is gonna be way off the subject, but I've already committed. Is there a way, or has there ever been a way to play Goldeneye online? No. Ah, uh, somebody might have made a free one for PC. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yes, well, I think somebody count. has redone Goldeneye. I don't know if it's playable, and I don't. I think it is. I'm pretty sure that a free game came out. Years ago. Okay. Because that uh, seems like where you well, would All get... updated HD graphics, the whole nine yards, but I'm pretty sure it was free. Because he can't, he can't, he doesn't have the rights to it, so I'm pretty sure he released it free. Okay. Uh, the free games for Xbox aren't as exciting. Uh, you can get the last-gen classic Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, as well as the Vibrant. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Oh, that's not... I, I like the... Do you like those games? I like Plants vs. Zombies. Well, then sure. shit, it's free. Oh. You can download that, uh, I think, today. Digger Dog. But I won't play it. You want to take a quick break? I do. All right, Sam. So, gents. Yes. Of the world. 
You know, we, we just had a discussion really early in the show about uh, what it's like to ride the pine, what it's like to get sent to the couch. And the folks at Moral Implications have approached me because I have... I, it's been... Oh, it's just so irritating sometimes. It's I uncomfortable. You it. can't it's sleep. Not, it's not fair. Now, we have a product for you. We have a stylishly designed West Elm looking couch. It's called the Man Couch, but that's just the title for you. So this is the couch that you'll want to sleep on. Are you are you ready for this? It, when you it has a fold out bed, but it's not as heavy as a normal fold out bed couch. It has a cooler built in. It has one bottle of whiskey in it pumped in at all times. Like it's TV? pumped in from the road. It has a TV. With fishing on it? With fishing. It has hunting mags. It has other mags. It has cigarettes. So, guess what? I'm yeah. going to want to get trouble all the time. Yeah, you get sent to the couch. What you're, can I do? You're going to be begging. Your cousin yeah. looked pretty good last night. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you got to go to the couch, sir. Oh, yeah. no. The what tra- am I going to do on the man couch? She's like, what are you talking about, the man couch? I was like, what am I going to do on that super uncomfortable uncom- couch? Yeah, that, How much uh, is this couch? Uh, it's a little pricey, but that's all the more reason that you're going to get it. Because you're going to say, babe, I want to buy you a $4,579 couch. And she's going to say, what, what, what? Whoa, you'll bring it home. must be a big thing. Yeah, bring it home, and then you'll say something else. Maybe your cousin looked good, or maybe that... I, you, that's up to you. I won't suggest You look anything. like the 8th dwarf frumpy. Uh, Immediately to the couch. Well, yes. Yes, I would. Okay. Uh, so, $450.79. $4,579. But yeah, think about it. Think about it's, it. It's basically You're going to want to be in the doghouse. It's your own room back. Moral implications. Man couch. Buy one now. Hello and welcome back to the afternoon yap, Dinger Dog. Yeah, it's time for some yap quickies. Oh, buddy. great! You ready? For great. It? You know what I'd like real quick? What? A beer. I don't have any more. <laughs> I know you I just lied had this to me. One. You, you, that's two for you. Sorry, chunk yap quickies. What have you been doing? Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, the game isn't out yet. I think it comes out next month, but the demo is out for Nintendo Switch. I played it. Uh, the game looks great. Uh, the mechanics are fun. However, you're going to be able to identify with this pretty well. It is a platforming game that doesn't have any challenge. Oh. So me and you are looking for, we're looking for Super Meat Boy. We're looking for, we're looking for Super Mario Brothers World 2 Yoshi's Island. We're looking for a hard platforming game. This game is Kirby's, Kirby, you know, like very much for kids. Right. The, the, the graphics look great. The mechanics are a whole lot of fun. But did you expect that with a Yoshi game, though? Doesn't Yoshi feel more? Kid? So Yoshi in the in the last iterations have been they've been making it more and more easy. Right. They've been making it more like a, cor- a Kirby's Dream World. Yeah. However, if you remember, the second Super Mario World was Yoshi's Island, and it was a very hard, challenging platforming game. Uh, and that's kind of the direction that it's been going in is getting away from a hard platformer into this kind of easy game for kids my niece came over she absolutely loved it she breezed through it i played it she beat it uh well it's not out yet the demo is out so it looks great it plays great however it is not for adults but if you're if you're still interested in checking it out the demo's up um it is a lot of fun it's just very very easy so set your expectations well i mean can i ask you a question then i'll ask you two questions actually one quick first question is 
did, I mean, did you get a full? Was it just level one that was easy? Do you think it levels up and it's I, more difficult? It level one was as easy as you possibly could get. Just press right. So I am. I do not have faith that there are anything that it's going to be very challenging. Okay. okay. Usually, you know, when a demo comes out, they're going to give you a little bit of challenge. A little hint. To this see it... this didn't feel like that at all. all right. So I, I'm confident that that it's not going to be one of those types of games. So, yes, it's beautiful. Yes, the mechanics are good. But it, for me and you, like I said, me and you love platforming games. You got to have that challenge. Yep. Second question. Yeah. What else you been doing? Uh, Tetris 99 came Ooh. out for free on Nintendo Switch. This is that is, like three-dimensional Tetris? No, this is a Battle Royale Tetris game with <laughs> you and 98 other players. How do you Battle Royale Texas? Or Tetris. Tetris. Yeah. That's what I thought to myself. And the first time I played it, uh, I didn't really get it. And I kind of got knocked out really quickly. The second time I played it, if, if I mean, me and you grew up playing Tetris. We oh, love yeah, Tetris. I can, I can Tetris. There's something Tetris. about watching the other characters get knocked out while you're doing better. That's, it's that whole Battle Royale feeling. You know, like, I don't know what it is about it. It, it also helps that the game is free. Uh, I haven't seen any trans- microtransactions in it yet, but I, I think I scored 24 on Tetris or on the second match that I played. So I did considerably better. It's pretty cool and it's free. Now there are some other mechanics. You, in, you hold on a second. There are some other mechanics in there going on that I'm not sure if I understood yet. Cause I only played it twice and there was no tutorial whatsoever because I saw arrows. For, it shows you everybody else's game board right in front of you while you're 99 playing 99 other players. 98 other players. Yeah, They're real sorry. small, but it shows you what's going on. So you can look and see, oh, player number 47, he's, you know, he's, he's almost screwed. all the way at the top. Yeah. He looks screwed. And arrows will come from different players, and it'll you'll get screwed with their blocks. So there is some sort of mechanic going on. I don't know what like that Dr. is. Like a Mario type thing? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what that is yet. I don't know if the game is touchscreen and you can screw people over by putting bars on their side. But it's worth checking out, especially because it's free, especially because Tetris is – everybody is so ingrained with Tetris. Uh, but, boy, I mean, you know when Battle Royale is coming to Tetris – that this genre is screwed a couple of years, a year from now. Oh, I just can't wait till like there's like, like a kindergarten class where it's like we're doing our battle royale color learning, and they're like, oh come on. <laughs> so, uh, interesting. Uh, Dinger Dog. Yeah, you've been playing some video games. What you been doing? Well, that's actually well, kind of a lie, but I thought I would be remiss if I did not do. The Fortnite update season eight is out. You're our designated Fortnite guy. I'm yeah. I mean, what big, would that thick be? Beard, a big, for, thick beard. Big thick beard. Big thick eyebrows. A Fortnite chair. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm a, a Fortniter. Uh, <laughs> is that right? Uh, so season eight. Let's see if we can jam through some highlights here. I watched you play it. I thought that the changes that they made were actually pretty exciting. Uh, and I don't know. And I like so. Granted, this is with little research, but it looks sharper, doesn't it? I don't. That's the first thing I said to you, but I don't. I don't. There's I, I no way too. that they updated the graphics engine, so I don't know why it looked better. I think. I think that game has always looked sharp, but when you take a couple months off of it and you come back to it, and you go, "Wow, it's a really." Pr- it's an eye pleasing game. Yes. Yes. Uh, so let's see. What did they do? They added your glider thing. They changed. I think the most interesting thing they did is they added the uh, rumble mode, which is essentially. If you really think about it, it's like 
ending. It's battle royale, but not battle royale. Huh. It's essentially the Call of Duty twenty on twenty in race to one hundred kills, and they made that a permanent fixture. Um, let's see. There's a hoverboard. Uh, I guess in the storyline, the pirates are coming to fight the Ice King. You can get a treasure map. I got one. Uh, I got killed, and I lost it. Um, let's see. Other cool thing. The planes are gone, which I'm pretty happy about. Yeah. I thought the planes were great, but it, it, it was time. You know what I really like about this game is they don't care about significantly changing the game. Right, right. There's cannons you now. You can't get used to how the game. You know, usually like in Battlefield, if you if you change something, you're gonna have this outcry of people going, "That's not how the game should be played." And this is it's free to play, yep. and they want gamers to keep on coming back. So they just they just add whatever they want to. Yeah, just keep it going. So I, you were on a, a hoverboard. Yep. That seemed pretty rad. I mean, you were moving pretty fast. Yeah, the hoverboard. I I haven't played in like solo. I think that would be a really clutch find yeah um yeah i was like if you have the hoverboard you i i would just hide in a house wait until the barrier's coming at me and then book it on the hoverboard because it moved fast uh, a couple other things they halved the amount of uh not loot the uh building materials you could have so they're trying to like set back the people that are master builders um to even that out a little bit master builders there you go <laughs> thanks um that will stop being funny at some point. <laughs> you can't say master anything. Um, let's see. There's cannons. What uh, was the What was the first 100 mode that you were playing? Is that the? It was rumble. That, okay, that that's was what the it's rumble called? mode. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they're and they they they've also kind of added incentivized kills a little bit. So now I think it's 50 shield or 50 health, whatever you need more, uh, if you if you eliminate a person. So. Uh, while it gives you that little extra, I like that part a lot because it gives you a little extra. There's there's been points certainly when you're winding down and there may be five or seven players left and you're like, take the shot or don't, and it gives you a little a little you know decision wedge to say, well I need health so it's worth taking the shot, or or not. So that's uh, I mean I'm sure somebody does a better Fortnite update, but I don't. I guess my big question is: Is are you going to come back, or are you kind of done? Have you played enough? Or I don't know. I, I is I, it enough to make you come back? Like what's I, up? I didn't I didn't leave I didn't leave Fortnite. You, it's a sabbatical. <laughs> yeah, it's a sabbatical, baby. I'm I'm coming back. You're going to focus uh, on your art. Yes, I I tried that ape leg thing that you're going to talk when about. When you tried to quit the show, I said, "What are you going to do?" It doesn't matter. <laughs> Have you ever been fly fishing in a stream? <laughs> I would love to fly fish with you and play more poker. Yeah, no, yeah. And bring my, can I bring my Switch? Uh, that's it. That's, I think that's about it. So, Chunk the Punk, what have you been doing? Uh, I just purchased Ape Out, which is a new game on Nintendo Switch. It was 15 bucks, but somehow I had a bunch of points saved up and I ended up getting it for eight. So, it seemed like a kind of win win. Uh, game came out to pretty positive scores, so I wanted to check it out. This is a rhythm-based, um, top-down uh, puzzle game. Uh, uh, it very much feels like... You had me at rhythm-based, top-down. Hotline Miami. Oh, okay. It's very much like where you... Not so much where you see a room from a distance, but you are... It's a top-down view. It, it's got this kind of art style that very much reminds me of Quentin Tarantino, where it's... The ape is one color. The building is maybe two other colors. And then there are uh, enemies with shotguns. And you are just an ape trying to escape an office building. Uh, these long labyrinths of tunnels. How did you get in the office building? 
I don't know. It's oh. it's very simplistic. You know, there's not even a tutorial. It's just ape out. As soon as you punch out, it goes ape out. And you have two moves. You can either attack the people, and it's this awesome, huge blood stain. You and smash if you, them. You smash them. And if you smash a character into another character, it'll smash both of them. Right. And it's this long, labyrinth puzzle of getting from one side of the stage to the other side of the stage. So you can either smash the guy with a gun. You got to avoid their gunshots. Or you can pick them up. Now, if you grab them, you the 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 they're human the, shields. They're not they're not human shields, oh. but the the gunman will get off one shot in the opposite direction. So you do have so a you can use mechanic. that. You yeah. can use that to attack players from far away or character or enemies from far away. Right. But you can also peel off doors to use as shields, and okay. they and they bounce off. It's fun, man, and and the visual style is great. It's got this awesome upbeat jazz music okay i was gonna ask about the soundtrack because that's what awesome, i really remember about uh, it nothing like nothing i don't think anything's ever gonna be hot my miami's i actually searched that up on, like on i don't think uh, like there was there was a reason that that game was so good it, and, and it was the music first the gameplay second and i, and I rarely say that in a, in a mushroomy yeah. like Trip but man. the music is good. It's nowhere near Hotline Miami good, but it's very fun. It's 15 bucks. It's on Switch. I think it's on Steam too. And if you're in the mood for, you know, like a puzzler that's got a great art style, Ape Out is a good game. Sweet, man. You know, I would like to tell you about what I've been doing, but I'd like to know more what you've been doing. <laughs> Last but not least for t- uh, this week's Yap Quickies. Dude. Yeah. When are you going to play Apex Legends with I us? Don't care. Apex Legends just came out maybe three weeks ago or so. It is, is the this? new Battle Royale game by Respawn, um, the, the makers of Titanfall. Uh, it is I hate Titanfall. teams of three, and it is uh, 60 players on the map, so 20, 20 different teams. Dinger, I've never once in my entire life, and I'm saying this honestly, never cared about a Battle Royale game. I never cared about uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. I never cared about um, uh, uh, what were we just Fork talking knife. about? Fork, Fork knife. This is the first time I've ever really cared about uh, a battle royale game, and it is it's free, and it is a combination of Overwatch. So there's eight different characters, and the eight different characters have different um, different powers, different traits, but they aren't so different or so powerful that it, that it changes the game. It just kind of goes to your art. To, to your play style. Um, I'll just name one character an example. She is the healer. And uh, her her one power that... Um, they, they, they cycle every maybe five minutes or so. She throws down a healing orb. And, and the whole team can run over to it and heal themselves. Aww. And then her other thing is, is you probably only get it one time a, a match, is she'll drop a care, uh, a care package. Right. Ah, it's so fun. Now, I would like to admit that the game does work well with randoms. It does work well if you don't want to use a headset because I don't like talking to random people. I'm not going to do it. There's this interesting ping system where if you are playing with people that you don't have a headphone attached, you can look at uh, guns or you can look at ammo or you can look at enemies and you can ping that it's over there. So your teammates will see that in the distance you've pinged any one of these three different things. This game plays a lot like uh, Fork Knife. Uh, the, the, the main deal is looting. Looting, 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 looting. But 
so I've probably played about 50 matches of this. The shooting is ultra tight. It is very tight. It I, looks so good. That was the thing that bugged me so much about like I couldn't get into Fortnite was because it just kind of looked like a kitty game. This this is using the uh the the what is that? The source engine. I can't remember what Valve's source engine is. Um, giant so mech bots. It, fall it from runs the sky. well. It looks well. The shooting is really good. And so I've played about 50 matches. I will admit that I, I love playing it with my friends. I don't really care playing it with randoms. I, I just, See, this is why I think I – just, I just have so much more fun when I'm playing with my buddies. And I was playing with one buddy in particular, and we were playing it one night on a Friday. And I died, and he stayed alive for about five more minutes, and then he won the match. It said I was the champion. I did not feel like a winner. I did not feel like that I won that match. So the next time that we were playing – it was me, him, and then some random guy. And they both died, I think, 18 minutes. I think I survived 18 minutes by myself. And I ended up getting not so lucky. There was some skill involved in it too. But I was able to hide the entire time. <laughs> and finally, the, it, eventually, it, the, uh, circle the, bear, the circle gobbles you up. And I had all these health packets. And I swear to God, I was using Lifeline, who was the character I've been using. I threw down her survival kit. It healed me for a little bit. I had uh, two Phoenix. See, I can't even remember what they're called. And I survived it. And it said, you're the champion. And my wife was in the other room cooking. And I stood up and I screamed. And it was, man, Battle Royale is so fun when it can do that. Because that last 18 minutes, my heart was beating out of my chest. I was having so much fun. And it's it like is, a, it's free, man, and you've got to play with us. But then, oh, come on, this is what hurts my, this is why I'm offended. You have the time, Dinger No, I'm not saying about the time. I've been telling you this about, like, you're, what, what is different? Like, they have this exact mode, squads, on Fortnite. They've had it for a year. I invite you guys to play. Map, like, map is... Map is more realistic looking. Oh, who cares? The shooting is tighter. I don't want to play it's, a tight shooter. Dinger, you oh. are you are you just hate I Titanfall hate, so much uh, yeah, that you I, aren't even willing to try this. Absolutely, it's, free. I, it's I, your absolute bread and butter. Oh, no, I mean I've got some mech's gonna fall from the sky. Stomp, 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 stomp. I still Stupid. will play this game anytime stomp, my stomp, buddies stomp. say, "Hey, chunk, get on. We're playing um, Apex Legends." But By that, the way, that Friday night, that win, that win that I got, that was all that I needed. Like I, I, I got that win on my own. It was hard. It was well worth it, and it was so exciting. Stomp, 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 stomp. You, you pinged me like whatever. Invited me seventeen times in a row that night. Well, that you get won. on the game. No, I'm like trying to watch G O T R or wait, G O R G O T Game let's, of Thrones. Let's take a quick break. <laughs> Dinger Dog, I don't know about you, but I tried doing stand-up comedy about 15 years ago, and it didn't really work out the way that I wanted it to. Uh, But since then, I've been finding ways to kind of let people know, hey, I haven't gone away. I'm Mr. Funny Man, and I'm going to shove this stuff down your throat. The good people at More Implications knows that there's a business model behind this. Uber Funny. What's Uber Funny, you might say? It's just like any ride-sharing app. You hop in the car. But who's your driver? It's a stand-up comedian. Dinger Dog, Wait. you're going to laugh your butt off all the way to I would the hospital. 
all the way off, all the way to the funeral. I would love this. So, so I just get in a car and it's maybe Jerry Seinfeld there. No, 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 no. Okay, no. All right, struggling so, comedians. Oh no, like Dave Chappelle's there, and there's oh, there's a whole lot. La- no, 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 no. More, more like junk punk. Oh, okay, and he's just gonna be throwing zingers at you. How many? Why did the dinger dog cross the road right. to go to the grocery store to buy pornography? Okay. Why did the dinger dog? How many dinger dogs does it take to screw in a light bulb? Just one while he's getting yelled at by his wife. Dinger Dog, couple are going to love these jokes. This is funny stuff. Dinger Dog, it's just like any other charge for riding in an Uber, except you're going to be laughing your way to the bank, baby. Who's going to be laughing there? You're going to be laughing your way to the bank. You're telling me the moral implications spent the billions of dollars to... To like invest in Uber infrastructure? Yes, and and but, baby, I'm driving and I'm telling jokes and everybody's sure laughing. Not, Why did the Uber dinger driver? dog have to get his penis shrunk because it was making his wife uncomfortable? Laugh, 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 laugh. Here's your money. You get to the to the hospital safely, dinger dog. So wait a minute. So this is, you're you're saying that it's not just you in a regular Uber Struggling like trapping comedians. People. Okay, anybody that just needs attention what badly, attention seekers. Now they have it. Captivated so what happens audience. if I put my earbud in? You'll be instructed not to. Dinger dog. <laughs> Uber funny. Order one right now. Hello and welcome back to the third segment of the afternoon yap. Dinger dog. Yeah. I want to close the episode with a review of the new game Metro Exodus. To be before you get into that, sure. you'll talk for a long time and I won't. I yep. wanted to say something that I just realized. Do you know what I just realized? What? You set me up on this episode. You, well, you what did, for? What for? You did two jokes that you deleted about your wife's enchiladas, and then I come in later. I said, just come over and have some of my wife's enchiladas. Right. Right. Then you, you but before, the people it's will just never as good know as it. your wife's I mean, lasagna. Don't. Ah. You set me up, and then I sound like I, I'm a crass human. For saying your life's enchiladas with an ooh-la-la innuendo, and no, everyone will think I'm a jerk. And it was really, you made the joke I've first. I've come over and to your house and been it. inappropriate to your wife plenty of times. I know, I, but I've never been inappropriate to your wife. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. All right. Let's get back into this. All right. Uh, so Metro Exodus. It is the third in the series based on a popular Russian series of novels. Uh, the first one was Metro 2033. Uh, the second one was Metro Last Light, and here we are, Metro Exodus. Uh, the story, it, you are in a post-apocalyptic world in Russia. Uh, I think it was 2018, the bombs fell. We don't know why the bombs fell. We don't know why the world went to war. We can assume, though. You know, right? We know that everybody got forced underground into the metro tunnels, uh, the subway, and war raged um, above ground. And this story takes place 20 years after that. Uh, you play the protagonist, Artyom. And uh, Artyom has always kind of dreamed of a life at, uh, up above the subway. He, he, and basically everybody's telling him it's irradiated up there. There's nothing up there. And he's the only guy that's hanging on to this belief that we can actually go up there. We can actually survive. I played through the first two. Um, they've always been... Kind of second tier uh, first person shooter games uh, mixed with um, there are elements of stealth in the game. Uh, but for this third one, I was really excited from the get go. The game looked like it had it looked gorgeous. Uh, and I was really hoping that this was going to be a 
third time's a charm situation with this series. Was it? The game came out. Okay. Um, and it really took me a long time to get into it. Um, the game has a myriad of issues that uh, kind of permeate the entire game. Uh, first off, I brought this up at the beginning, but the game is absolutely beautiful, uh, especially the lighting. I mean, my Xbox sounded like it was an aircraft carrier going off for, I think I think I probably played 20 hours, I think, of the campaign. And, and going back to that, this is a big ask. This is a... A $60 video game for a first-person shooter that is story-driven that doesn't have any kind of multiplayer in it whatsoever. Right. So, um, you know, there there's all kinds of stuff that you, you can better do be to, pretty is what you're saying. You better be pretty. You better play well. Um, there's all kinds of things in the game that, that make the game a little bit longer. There's uh, open areas. There's uh, side quests. And uh, there's lots of different characters that you can go off and speak to and... Lots of different things that make the game. So the game is, I think you can max out at about 25 to 30 levels. I think I ended the game at about 20 hours. Uh, game has awesome sound design. Uh, there's a lot of times where you are underneath tunnels and there are spiders burrowing after you. The game is actually in Dolby Atmos. It wasn't the best Dolby <laughs> Atmos mix that I've ever heard. And I wouldn't even say that it's a selling point for it because there was a lot of weird stuff going on. Uh, there were points where... Uh, I, I was looking directly at a character and instead of his voice coming through the main speaker, it was coming out through like the ceiling speakers as well as the side speakers. It's echo, echo. So there was some weird, there was some weird audio issues going on. But other than that, the, the, the sound design's pretty good. The graphics are really what you're here for. It's just an absolutely beautiful game. Let's get into the gameplay. Okay. I'm ready. So this is a first-person shooter with stealth mechanics, but there is also a ton of different mechanics that you can have. This is a post-apocalyptic world, so when you're above ground, you have access to a flashlight, so you can see in the dark. You have access to a battery charger, so that when your flashlight dies, you can charge your battery. How do you charge it? You just pull out the, the charger and, like, hit the R trigger. Okay. I, yeah, I guess, like, what charges it? What, yeah. What power? The... Uh, it's a good question because I'm going to get to uh, – no, I'm okay. serious. Right. I'm serious. You also have a gas mask because there are radiated zones where you can't breathe at. The gas mask has a timer that you have to constantly be watching because you have to change the filter every 15 minutes. You have a lighter. So if you are in a dark place and your flashlight doesn't work for some reason or if there's cobwebs in front of you or if you just need to burn something, you can pull out a lighter. There's also a crafting backpack. So in the middle of the action, if you need to craft health supplies or ammo or, or um, different uh, weapons, you can do that. This all culminates in a very bogged down menu system. So if you hold down the LB, it's going to pull up one wheel that's your item menu. If you pull down RB, it's going to hold uh, it's going to pull up another menu that is all of your weapons. That sounds simplistic, but it is really frustrating for the first about it took me about 10 hours to really get into it. it especially because the game is constantly telling you, "Hey, you need to change your gas mask," or "Hey, why don't you pull out your lighter at this point?" So at some point they realized this stuff isn't as fluid and as organic as it should be. Right. Um, wide variety of guns, but the guns are all these kind of put together post-apocalyptic guns. So you can, while you're out in the game, you can scrounge different enemies to pick up different scopes, different types of ammo. Uh, you know, there's crossbows, shotguns, uh, pistols. The gunplay is terrible. 
like, like I'll just say flat out that it's like my wife has said to me one time when she came home from, from work and I didn't do something. You had one job. Like this is a first person shooter. You had one job. You have to, when you're making a first person shooter game, you develop the mechanics first and then you develop the world outside of that and the levels outside of that. The, the gunplay never feels good. The, it, it always, there's this sluggishness, this clumsiness. You aim at a character and it, they'll dodge you and you will spend the next 30 seconds reloading it. And it is a fast, frenetic shooter where enemies are coming at you all the time. And they also want to give you the feeling that this is a survival horror game. So there's not much ammo. You're constantly... Um, crafting ammo, but the shooting just feels off. It never feels good. And I don't, I'm going to be making this comparison a lot during this review, but this is a year after uh, the latest Wolfenstein game, which absolutely nails the concept that this game is. It, you know, a, a story driven first person shooter where the, sh- in Wolfenstein, the shooting is just so fun and it works so well in this the shooting is not good. I eventually got to a point where I said, "Well, screw this," and I you literally punch people. What? Punch and I just people. ran around and cut people's throats <laughs> because the shooting was so bad and it was so frustrating. I mean, it's definitely you know you'll get into shootouts and enemies will be coming left and right, and you have to be watching your health, you have to be crafting stuff on the fly, and you eventually run out of bullets. And the shooting felt so bad to me that I just, I was like, I'm not having fun. At some point, 10 hours into the game, I actually turned down the difficulty all the way to easy. Because I thought to myself, I'm never going to beat this game if I play the game the way the developers want me to. There's, so, go ahead. <laughs> this is just... I'm, sh- I'm shitting on it a lot. Right. So, you're, 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 you're saying this is not good because when it's got a complicated, like, menu wheel... It takes, but yeah, lots beautiful. of lots it, lots of mechanics. It, like pull out your lighter, pull out your flashlight, pull out your charger, pull out your backpack, and that the the gameplay is a little slow, and the shooting's not great. But you love Red Dead Redemption too. Oh, see what sick I did there? Burn, dinger dog. Where's the nearest burn? You war? see what I did there? Ooh. No, no, I'm, two totally talking. different things. All right. All right. There's you can also play the game stealth. You can you can you know run around. Uh, you can turn off flashlights while you're going around and turn off lights and stuff and hide in the dark. This game is very much for being a first-person shooter game. It does not care about throwing a bunch of set pieces at you. It really wants you to be slow, methodical. It, it, the story keeps on building and building and building. I mean, it, it is it is paced well. I will give that for the game. It's paced well. Uh, I like how you go from... One area will be a big open area to the next area will be a corridor shooter. But the stealth is a lot like the shooting where it doesn't feel all that great, but it still feels miles ahead of the, of the gunplay crafting. I already said you can, you can find crafting tables and uh, <laughs> really crafting tables, crafting tables. You so you can pickaxe? craft, you can craft more at the crafting tables than you can when you're crafting out in the open world. Uh, the crafting is actually pretty fun. I, it, it took me a while to get that too. The game, the game does not hold your hand whatsoever. It, it gives you the tools that you need, and it basically says you're going to figure this out on your own. Um, the the mission structure and the way the game is laid out is in two different forms. Uh, most of the hub or like the story driven parts take place on this train. It's you, it's your wife, it's your, it's your wife's dad, and then you, this other gang of maybe like eight to ten other survivors that are looking for 
they're looking for life and civilization up above the ground. Uh, so a lot of the story-driven moments take place on this train. What I like about the train is as you're playing through the game, it's, it's about over the course of a year or two, but you play through autumn, winter, spring, and summer. So that's neat because in the games before this, it mostly took place – the games before this were mostly a corridor shooter where it was always dark. It was You were always in the subway, and you didn't really see much variety in the environment. This game, you see tons of variety in the environment. You end up visiting um, – uh, a desert you end up does, uh, visiting a, a forest or wooded area lots of inside areas so they do have that working for them how do you do that all with an underground train no the, the train is above ground oh okay. so i'm sorry yeah. at, at you do it, the first hour is of the story is basically you getting above ground and going holy shit they've been lying to us i guess, I guess they had like some sort of spoiler jammer that was making that was not allowing reception to go out of Moscow. So everybody thought underground that everybody was dead because there was no radio going on. There was another faction that was doing this and they were doing it because there was a war going on. The mission structure. There's really nothing in terms of, Hey, go over to this area, grab a key and come back with it and stay alive. There's, there's, there's some slight puzzles in the game, but those puzzles might be, Go to one area, turn a power grid on, go to another area, flip that switch on, and then come back. That's all well and good, but that is combined with the fact that the general gameplay of it isn't all that well done. Um, there are some awesome set pieces in this game. Uh, you know, Spoiler alert, at one point you, you think you're going to a safe haven, and they welcome you in, and it ends up being a bunch of cannibals. And it, it looks exactly like something out of Hostel where there's, you know, dead bodies everywhere and stuff. There's a lot of really cool imagery in this game. I did appreciate stuff like that. There's another part where you go and you get caught by religious fanatics. And they are – it's just another, um, another area that you visit. So uh, there are different endings dependent on your play style. Digger Dog. Yeah. I played for about 20 hours. Guess what my play style was? Uh, smash and get the hell out of there. Yeah, I was the jerk. So <laughs> um, they give you plenty of options. If you go up to a character, you have the option to either stealth kill them or knock them out. I usually killed them. And a lot of the times if they were just saying, hey, 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 I'm innocent, I'd still kill them. Um, a lot of the times, just like in Red Dead Redemption, I would drive right past a character that would say, hey, I need a ride. I got bit by a rattlesnake. That's how they do a lot of the side missions in this game, too, is, hey, I need a ride. Or, hey, so if you help out people, if you're generally nice, you're going to get a good ending. I got the bad ending. I won't go into what the endings are, but that's kind of how the game uh, works. Here's my final thoughts, Stinger Dog. Oh, I got bit by a rattlesnake. <laughs> it's a silent protagonist. So your character, Artyom who's with his wife the entire time and all these survivors and your wife's dad, who's giving you shit the entire time. He never says a word. It, it doesn't really work because this isn't the legend of Zelda. This is a story driven game. I want to hear what RTM has to say. I want to know what he's going through. I want him to reflect by himself. He, there's none of that. It kind of lets the rest of the characters talk to you and the world, you know, unfold around you. It's, it's not that it doesn't work completely. It's just I really wish that he would have been able to speak. Get your dad off my case. Get your dad off my case. It is a fantastic presentation. The game looks great, and it's absolutely riddled with bugs. I haven't used my Xbox um, like record that function in a long time, and I probably recorded five videos of all these various bugs that I would see. So 
you are engrossed in the game you know you've got this really good looking area you know it's tense there's bodies everywhere you shoot somebody he falls on the ground and the the, the body just flutters he just wiggles or the body will his arms will go directly through a door straight out of goldeneye 07 and 64 right. tons of clipping there was one time where the game just shut off just froze there was too much action on the screen and it just froze and i had to restart there's terrible loading screens Three minutes. Three minutes, I'm not kidding you, to get into an open area. Um, just, oh, and there was one area where I, there was no hole in the ground, and I just fell through the ground, <laughs> fell to my death. I didn't, I didn't fall into a hole. It wasn't right. a sewer. I just fell to my death. I forgot to finish that one. <sighs> the developer called in sick that day. The game is, it feels like a 30 to $40 game with a $60 price point. Like, I was... This game could have been so much better if they just would have scaled everything back. I feel like the developers did got one and two right, and they said for the third one, they just were in a boardroom, and they're like, we got to check boxes off. We need an open world. Check. We need crafting. Check. We need stealth. Battle Royale mode. Check. Check. So it's a jack of all trades, but it's a master of none. Like They really should have (laughs) just mastered the shooting and then tried to throw out everything else. There's... This game, there's an open world, but it's only it. It's not an open world, so levels feel more open. You can take various paths, but if you go exploring, you're not gonna find interesting story out there. You you might find a you might find some sort of side mission, but it just feels like you have various paths to go from from A to B. You can drive vehicles in this game. It feels terrible. That just that just feel clumsy and not well. Um, the nukes went off, bro. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, game, the, the developers, it feels like the developers just bit off way more than they could chew. I don't even know, I don't even know if an extra year of development time uh, could have worked because the, 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 the systems that were in place, it's not that they're, they're not horrible. It's just that they're going, back to, going back to Wolfenstein, the bar has been set. For a $60 first-person shooter story-driven game. That bar has been set. That bar is high. So when you have to sacrifice that stuff across the board, not great stealth, not great gunplay, not great puzzles, um, it, it's it's frustrating. Uh, the, <laughs> the story is fine. The, the, the story is nothing you know shocking out of the uh, story-driven post-apocalyptic world. There's some good voice acting in it and then there's some really atrocious voice acting in it there is a nurse that is on your on the that is part of your crew that is on the train and her delivery is so wooden that i just i figured why wouldn't the developers look at each other and be like we got we gotta we have to scrap all of her lines like it, it just pulled me out of the game so hard the the bugs pulled me out of the game the choppy voice acting pulled me out of the game but here's where i start putting a butt on things <laughs> About 10 hours, 10 to halfway through the game. So halfway through the game is when things started to kind of click. I started, I started liking the environments. Like I, some of the sections that I saw, some of the imagery that I saw was really cool. Like when you get to these forts and they're lit up and the graphics, like I said, the presentation is just absolutely beautiful in this game. It was halfway through the game where I was like, listen, this isn't a great game, but I'm having fun. I'm going to see it towards the end. Plus, we need to yap about it. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a step in the wrong direction for the series, or at least it's a sideways step for the series. 
not it's a step forward. Not a step forward. I give the game a seven. Ooh, I if you can I mean, get a seven it, is you, like a punch like in the um, below nether regions from you, right? Like I was gonna say, what are you giving? If, it, if I gave this game to you for free, I, I think you would have better things to do. <laughs> I, 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 the game, the game really for me is like either a six or six point five. But boy, it's gorgeous. I mean, right. it is absolutely beautiful. That that kept on bringing me back too, and the sound design was really fun too. Um, so some tense, fun moments, but like I said, I had to fundamentally change the way that I played the game 10 hours into the game. Cause I was like, I'm not going to finish this. I gave the game a seven. Did you finish it? Yeah, I finished it. Okay. But, and I got the shitty ending cause I was oh, yeah. a jerk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's it for, uh, afternoon yap for this week. Oh, how do, you, how do you guys feel after that? I, I like send us some info. We want some feedback after a, a, an hour and a half of afternoon yap. How do you feel? Like, is it a, is it like a nice morning poop? Is it like... Email us. Yeah. At afternoonyap at gmail.com. Is it like a five-hour meeting? Follow us on Twitter at afternoon underscore yap. Is it like a four-day trip to the in-laws? Who knows, baby? Yeah, you, we don't know. Dinger Dog, are you going to stick around? Oh, uh, visit us on the web at www.theafternoonyap.com. Like Dinger a Dog, fishing trip with your friends? and enjoy some of my wife's enchilada? <laughs> This is, a, this is a plural. There's multiple enchiladas. <laughs> no, this. no. I think enchilada is kind of like it's already plural, right? Like deer? Yeah, like deer. <laughs> God, I love you so much. So what do you want to come back with? Uh, an- Video game-wise. Another uh, Anthem host? is out. Um, in a couple weeks, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is coming out. Let's come back a little bit sooner. I'll, tr- I'll do my best to try to play through Anthem. We'll get a review out for that. Boy, the, boy, the fan will be happy. All right. Digger Dog, do you want to send us off? I love the listeners. Love you too, bud. See ya. Love you.